I'll tell you what really moved me too was David sharing what he shared as well. David, thank you uh, for that, man. I mean, that was powerful. Um, I love that. That is like right from the heart. And, and man, I, I just am so proud of you. Uh, this is fantastic. Um, so probably the, this is totally opinion based here. So if you're like, hold on a minute, is he going to be one of those preachers that preaches just about his opinion? Well, this opinion you're going to hear. Okay. I think, I think, I think the sentence we're going to hear today, um, is the best news any human being could possibly hear. It's in Matthew four. It's Jesus coming down and saying, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. It's the greatest sentence I think that can ever be spoken to me and you. It is the single, it sums up everything. It's Jesus coming to us and giving us the gospel, okay? And as you've heard me say before, and I hope you begin saying it as well, I hope you begin sharing it with your friends and family, is the gospel you believe will determine the disciple you become. And if you believe a gospel that is just about consumerism and about what you can get, then you will be a self-centered bitter, sad, bored disciple. And it won't have anything to do with anyone else except the gospel you've chosen to hear and believe is that it's about you. But if we believe the true gospel, and, and, and I'll say this, I've been asking this to a lot of people. Almost everyone I talk to and meet with, I ask them, what's the gospel? And I would say less than 3% of people know what that is. I'm talking about disciples. Does that stun you? Maybe you're thinking right now, whoa, 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 what is it then? What we say it is, is, well, it's John 3.16. Jesus came to the earth and he was born and then he rose and all who believe in him will have eternal life. But that's like saying, you know, what Harry Potter's about is the Goblet of Fire. Like, well, yeah, that's like a part of it. But my goodness, if you were to describe the Harry Potter series, you're like, just the Goblet of Fire. That's what it's about. You'd be like, really? That's it? There's more to it. And unfortunately, if we don't know what the rest of it is, you want to know what it becomes just by taking that little snippet, it just becomes about us and some like conversion experience. And when it becomes about just a conversion experience and a consumeristic like viewpoint, what ends up happening then is, is like, I'm just, it's about me. And then let me go find somebody else that will have a conversion experience. And then we all will go to heaven one day. So here's the bad news. That's not in the Bible anywhere. It isn't anywhere. There isn't any part of the Bible that's like, as long as you have a conversion experience, you will then, therefore, go to heaven. This encapsulates what it means to be a disciple. This encapsulates the gospel. as Jesus going, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Follow me. It's, the, it's that part of the gospel, okay, that God was like, I'm going to create everything perfectly, and I'm going to create this world where there's such a... A, a just intimacy and such a vulnerability and such a honesty that you can walk around naked and not think anything of it. And none of us understand what that means. None of us, okay? 
There's no way that you would just be like, hey, what's the big deal? I mean, there's no like impurity. There's no like just raw humor. There's none of that. It's just this raw, vulnerable intimacy with God. And that's what he created. And then you want to know what we did. And this is what we all can experience and know is we said, I won't trust what you say. Like, I know you said don't, don't, don't go to that tree and that fruit, but I won't trust you. That's part of the gospel as well. If we don't understand that, we're really missing out on a major part. And then here's another part of the gospel is God said, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to let you feel the consequences of your sin. Have you ever thought about that being part of the good news of Jesus that God wasn't saying like, no, 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 I don't want them to hurt. No, 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 I don't, no, no, but they mean really well. Let's like coddle them a little bit. He's like, no, you're going to feel every ounce yeah. of disobedience. You're going to feel the pain and the agony of not trusting me. Yeah. You are going to ingest everything, even when you have happy days on this earth, Adam and Eve and Cain, even when you have all of that, you will suffer because your life won't mean a thing. And God is saying, I want you all, me and you, to taste that and to know what that feels like. And then we see that book after book after book of the Old Testament is this fickle attitude of, okay, I'm going to trust you because I'm in trouble. Now I'm not in trouble. I don't trust you anymore. Now I'm going to, and here's what God finally says. I'm going to send my son because I haven't forgot about you. Do you understand that? Yeah. That's the good news right there. God is saying, but I didn't forget about you. Linda, I didn't forget about you. Ashley, I didn't forget about you. Byron, I didn't forget about you. I'm going to send my son down there. Because even as reckless as y'all are and as faithless as you guys are, and this is God speaking to us, humanity, okay? He's saying, I'm going to give you, and and now Jesus is going to come around, and he's not going to go around, and we do this sometimes, is, is go around and like wag our finger at everyone. Could you imagine if Jesus was like us? discipling the world but you know what you did right i mean we would be like oh just just you know this is what you did wrong and this he said no 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 no. here's the deal follow me i didn't forget you i didn't forget you follow me and i will make you fishers of men and even in that one of the things we do is we go okay now what i'm gonna go out and do is go fish for men jesus didn't say that and that might make you feel really spiritual. Like you're like, what? He, he did just say, no, he didn't. He said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. I will make you fishers of men. I'm not employing you in my service. Yeah. Jesus is going, hey, I've got a want ad out waiting. Like, okay, no, I'm going to hire you to be a fisherman, you to be a fisherman, you to be a fisherman. No, no, no. He's like, I- I'm going to make you into a fisherman. <laughs> but you've got to follow me. Amen. We forget. It's so easy to forget that. Here's what's been going on in my heart. I, th- I would say for the better part of a year is it's been like slowly like Christianity has become like an entity. Like it's this way of life. It's got God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And Christianity is like this thing that 
that, that we see in the church around us. And it's become less and less like personalized. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I'm following Jesus. Like, I love Jesus more than anyone else. Like, he's telling me. It's not this entity and this like just we're some corporate group. See, I, I, I'm not told to even, hey, the, the group's going to take care of itself. Jesus says, Keith, follow me. Love me. Like, that's all he needs right here at the beginning as Matthew's writing it. Here's what he says, okay? And, and this is just basic building blocks, and this is what I'm going to share with you. If this, it is go back to this basic thing. Remember last week he said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. Well, for us, the kingdom is here. The kingdom has come. Amen. All right? He's saying, here's what I want you to do. This one simple thing, this is what Matthew wrote in Matthew 4, 17. He said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. That's what we talked about last week. And all that meant was one single thing. It wasn't going write all your sins down on a list. It wasn't all that kind of stuff. He says, here's what I want you to repent of. I'm your king. Amen. No one else. So change how you think so I can be your king. Amen. That was the one lesson. That's the only thing. If we begin to become professional Christians, then we're going, no, 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 what that really, but it means so much more than that. No, it doesn't. It comes down to that thing. How did that go this week, I wonder? Is that what you thought over and over and over again? Hold on a minute. I'm not in charge. My boss isn't in charge. These people, Jesus is in charge. Amen. Like, he's my king. Like, where do you want me to go? I'm going to surrender to you. If that was your one overriding thought, I guarantee you, you had a great week, regardless of what happened regardless of circumstances you were satisfied if that was your thought and then Matthew goes in he says okay here comes Jesus follow me follow me I want you to think am I following Jesus well why why well we already talked about that last week the king's here the king has come that's why you're like well why would I do this if somebody asks you you know, Emily, why are you doing this? I, Jesus is in charge of me. That's why. And he says, this is what I do. Why do you have a good attitude all the time? I don't want to have a good attitude all the time. But Jesus says to have a good attitude, and that's enough for me. Amen. And I'm going to get that as I grow. But he told me that. But if, but if I were you, I'd be angry at this brother. I wouldn't like this brother or sister. Well, okay, that's fine, except Jesus tells me I can't. That's it. That's the end of the ball game. Okay. Here's a simple thing. If you're thinking, no, but I follow Jesus. There's one way to know if you follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. <laughs> like that's actually, there should be things happening in your life. And it isn't having a movie night every Friday night. It isn't. Then yeah. going, hey, this is, of course we're Christians because we get together and watch an appropriate movie on Friday nights together. Are you actually following Jesus? Like, seriously, I want you to think about that. Like, is there anything in your day where you're going, yeah, I follow Jesus in all of my interactions? And, and then Satan will go, but no one's perfect, man. Don't let Keith say that. No, no one's perfect. But that's true. But you don't know what? There's a difference. If I'm following Jesus and going, yeah, I'm going to mess up, but I'm following him. 
and going, I'm not following you. I'm going to go mess up away from you. That's not following Jesus. And here's what I'm going to share with all of us. We've got to really lead the way in our world, okay, in not saying I'm one thing and living something else. Amen. All right? It's not, Jesus didn't say, hey, if you just come to church, he didn't say that. He didn't say, hey, you don't know what, how you'll know you're my follower is look around. And if you're just like the people around you, then you're my follower. Yeah. He didn't say that. He didn't say, once you have some experience, then you're my follower. Here's my fear is I fear that some of us in here, you've heard a gospel of salvation experience. And you said, well, of course, I'm a follower of Christ because I was baptized into Christ. Can I share? That's a false teaching. Can you handle that? There's no way you can go. uh, Following Christ equals me being baptized. No, no, no. Following Christ equals me and you following Christ. Okay? Jesus did not go out and say, go make converts. He said, go make disciples. You know what disciples do? Follow Jesus. All right? We're not called to go out and argue with people until they conform to some like experience. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 come on, I'm following Jesus. Come follow Jesus with me. Amen. Let me help you become a follower because I know what it means to be a follower. Not like here, this curriculum, there's a seven point curriculum I'd like you to sit down for. This is so life-giving, <laughs> right? But it's the idea of follow me. If we don't take that seriously, listen, I'm not kidding you. There won't be a time. When we're going to go, but Jesus, but I, I did this. I had this experience. And he's like, but you hated everyone. But you were just mean-spirited to everyone. But you lived your own life. You never inquired of me. Yeah. Sometimes what happens is, is it's easy for me and you to get into the I hope he doesn't notice mode. <laughs> I know you said follow me. I know you said that, Jesus, but I hope you're not noticing that I'm not following you. Yeah. All right? Here's the thing about this is, is there's, there's a mantra that has been like a, a swell of this idea of you cannot earn your way to heaven. Amen. Thank God for that. Except almost all of us in here believe that theology because we say, but, but, but I'm good. Why wouldn't I go into heaven? I'm good, which means my deeds are good. My deeds are good enough. No, 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 no. We follow Jesus by following Jesus. (laughs) We we can't earn our way. All right. But if it's that that idea of, you know, but I'm still, I'm just going to kind of do my own thing and hope that I've done enough good deeds to get to heaven. And I hope he didn't notice. I hope Jesus didn't notice. You know, I love this, and I'm sure all of us have an experience. I, I promise you, even if you haven't experienced it, I guarantee you almost this happened in your life. I had a man come into my life in 1991. 92, actually, is what it was. I was at Fresno State University. I was a student athletic trainer there. 
Um, at that time, a sports medicine degree you could get in a handful of places in the nation, maybe six or seven universities you could go to to get that particular degree. And Fresno State in California was one of those. San Diego State was the other one. Um, and so if you could go in there and you could get in that program, man, that was huge. Okay. And, and I went in the program and I looked around and I was like, wow, you know, there's a lot of kids. There's 15 or 16 of us. And the head athletic trainer, his name was Paul Schechter. He's about this tall. I'm glad we're not because when he listens to this, I don't want him to see where my hand is. <laughs> I'm glad we're not on, on, on video. So Paul was about this tall, and he was a Jewish man. The first person at, when I left home, okay, my, my greatest male influence was my dad through 18 years old. And the first person that influences me when I go is a Jewish man. And he calls me in his office, and I didn't realize this, but he did this with every single student trainer. And he said, I want you to look around out there in the training room. I want you to see all the student trainers out there. Don't do what they do. Don't do what they do. I will help you. I will guide you. I will lead you into not just being a really great trainer, but I'm going to mentor you. And I remember thinking, wow, and he did. And I remember, every, I remember going to the training room early. I remember spending so much time with Paul. And Paul taught me before I was married how to be married and how to have kids. And he taught me how to get places early. And he talked how to be a care. He, he, in, he, he just filled up all the teachings my dad had taught me about character and integrity and all of this kind of stuff. And I was like, wow, you know what's really amazing? God sent me a Jewish guy before he sent me like the Jewish guy, right? <laughs> he, he sent me Paul and, I'm like, and his name is Paul. I mean, you know, you got to think, wow. And I remember walking with Paul for four and a half years. And it was so funny because so many of the other students ignored that call. They ignored it. And you know what's interesting is, is Paul is very well respected in the nation. And Paul says, there's going to come a time when every student is going to go, Paul, can you write me a letter of recommendation? He's going to be no problem. Because I write honestly to everybody. <laughs> and so he does that. And so when it came time where the student was like, I really want to work at the University of Tennessee. I really want to work at this place. If I find, I'll call them. I'll give you a recommendation. I'll give you the recommendation that I saw you performing in the training room. And people are like, what's your problem, man? You know? But he asked them the same thing. If you come and find, don't look around and become like the armchair quarterback of everybody. You go, well, they're not doing that, and they're not doing that, and they're not doing that. It's like, no, listen, fix your eyes on Jesus. You follow Jesus, and it's like, okay, you want to know what? It will work out. But it's when we start going, or we start like wanting to be like, I want to be like that person, and I want to be like, they're awesome. I want to be like that person. We've kind of missed the boat right yeah. there, okay? Follow me. I hope he doesn't notice. I hope he doesn't notice that I've found a boyfriend or a girlfriend to follow. And I follow them into immorality. I hope he doesn't notice that. I hope he doesn't notice that I've found money, and I love getting money. I hope he doesn't notice that. You notice we never talk about, like, greed, right? Isn't that crazy? And we talk about some stuff, 
But Jesus wasn't greedy. He was generous. You know, and you think, okay, if I'm following Jesus, am I generous? You go, well, I am generous with my time, Keith. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Be generous. Give it away. Like, that's, give it away. That's the gospel, right? And going, man, I hope he doesn't notice that I've just found, I want the easy way. Like, I'm looking for the lazy way out. I'm looking for the easy way. I hope he hasn't noticed that I will not get up early to study his word. I hope he doesn't notice. Because you don't know what? Maybe if he does, I can just say, well, you know, but it's not about checking off a box. And I can give Jesus that spiel that I give all my brothers and sisters. Right, and Jesus is going to go, no, 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 dude, you can't fool me. <laughs> you can't fool me. You, maybe you fooled your congregation. And, well, I don't want to be, like, checking off a box, and it's just like my heart's not into it. Jesus is going to be like, listen, man, if you don't know your Bible, you don't know me. Amen. <laughs> you just don't. There's no, who are you following? If you aren't in your Bible every single day, and if I'm not in my Bible every single day, there's no way I'm following the real Jesus. I'm making it up. I'm, like, looking around going, well, I think Jesus would be, like, okay with that, and I think he'd be all right with me being selfish, and I think that's, too, okay. No, it ain't in the Bible. And we got to help each other with that. There's one thing we got to, it's just, hey, are you following Jesus? Well, yeah, but I just hate this person. Really? You know, it's funny. If you're following Jesus, Jesus would say, you can't do that. <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm having all this sex with my boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. And he'd be like, that's funny because you're not following Jesus. Amen. But I hope he doesn't notice. <laughs> I don't give a thing. Like, there's nothing. I get money. I don't contribute nothing. All that kind of stuff. And I hope he doesn't notice. I hope he doesn't notice that I drink $5 lattes every day. I hope he doesn't notice that I spend on all this, like, great clothing. I hope he doesn't notice that I hoard everything. I hope he doesn't notice that. That's not following Jesus. Turn over to 1 John chapter 1. All right, this is John right here, okay? This is what's great about this. It's 1 John chapter 1, and, and here's the truth of the matter is, is... is I guarantee you, man, you could go find, you, there's any number of thousands of people that are going to go, Now nah, you don't have to do all that. Yeah. And, and I'm, just, I'm just saying this, I've read the Bible a lot. Yeah. I've never been able to convince myself anywhere where I could go, Jesus is okay with me not following him, yeah. and not knowing his word, and not obeying him, and not, listen, I, he's okay, like, like he, I, I need change and repent, he's, I understand that, but it's in the context of me following him closely. 1 John chapter 1, this is John, one of Jesus' close buddies right here. He says, this is the message we've heard from him and declare to you. God is light. There's no, absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him but walk in the dark, we're lying and not practicing the truth. Yeah. Sit right there. That's, that's the bottom line. You're going, am I a Christian or not? I don't know. You're walking in the light? Is it even in your mind to follow him and help people follow him? I can't tell you the number of people that feel like it's okay to be a disciple and not make a disciple. There's no way. Jesus is like, no, follow me, and I'll make you fisher of men. You, you want to follow me? If you say you follow me and you walk in the dark, you lie. Like, we're getting, like, the preview of judgment right there. That's the preview. 
He's going, hold on a minute. You, you said you follow me, but you're in the dark. No, no, you lie. You forget because I'm, I am the light. So if you're following me, you're in the light. Like, there's no wiggle room. There's no like, well, what about grace? Yet grace comes with following him. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, you know what? We have fellowship with one another. Isn't that awesome? Traditionally, our view, like what we get used to in our kind of little corner of the kingdom, is we go backwards. We go, let's figure out what's wrong with the fellowship and figure out how we can make that better. And it's so funny, again, that's not what Jesus says yeah. to do. Jesus says, no, no, no. When you're in the light, then you have fellowship with one another. It's not, we don't reverse engineer the kingdom. Okay, he says, no, no, each one of y'all follow me and the kingdom's going to be awesome. Stop having all your stinking meetings. Okay, stop wasting your time flying all over the world trying to fix the fellowship. When we don't just tell each other, hey, we're going to follow Jesus or not. That's it. That's how I know. Vote for me, president of the kingdom. Okay, that's how I know. That's the platform I know to run on is follow me. That's it. So he says here, man, if we walk in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we don't have any sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth isn't in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Man, that's so good. That is such good news. Jesus like, don't fake it, man. Don't pretend like you don't have something going on. Don't pretend like what, don't try to justify what you're doing or what you did. Just come out and confess it. You're not in the light. And then come on in. First John chapter two. Uh, this whole chapter, man, is like amazing. Verse six, the one who says he is in Christ must walk as he did. Say, what's a Christian? That? <laughs> yeah. Where's the theology? Where's the, like, figuring out? L- listen, this is the bottom line. Amen. If I'm not walking as Jesus walked, as a student, as a faithful, humble, like, okay, I'm messing up, but let's go, Jesus. I'm surrendered to you. Then there's no way, any way, that we can go, but we're Christians. Because you know what then ends up happening is we all come together as people who are saying, no, 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 I don't know if I want to really follow Jesus. Like, I follow this one dude. He writes a really great book. I follow that guy. That's awesome. And and then you know what ends up happening is you start getting, like, drama and strife and conflict and all this kind of stuff. Going, hey, that's a surefire way of me going, I'm not following Jesus. Do I love, here, here's our goal. You can write this down, Luke 640. You know, my goal is, and I hope your goal is too, to be exactly like Jesus. I want to be exactly like Jesus. I want to be taught and, and, and encouraged and inspired and transformed to do everything the exact same way Jesus does it. I want his heart. He's perfect, and I'm not. He loves perfectly, and I don't. He knows the perfect thing to say, and I don't. I need to learn from his word and from one another how to do that. Do I love him? And he's saying right here, do you have, right here, this is for me and you, do you have enough faith 
the, the enough faith to go, no, no, okay, I'm, I'm going to follow you now. Like every class, every time I'm in my dorm, my apartment, my job, whatever, I'm just like, no, 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 you're, I'm following you. What would you have me do? What would you have me say? What would you, you want me to, yeah, I need to repent of that. I've been in the dark. Yes, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to, what do you, Jesus, want me to do? That's it. Isn't that one simple thing? And it's such great news. Because you want to know what is, is what ends up being super unsatisfying and boring and painful It's when I've got one foot in and one foot out. And you know who always loses? Jesus seems to always lose because then it turns around. And whenever we're feeling like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm not doing this and I'm bored and I'm all these kind of things. Instead of going, hold on a minute, that's me. We go, you know what, that church. You know what, that small group. You know what, that group of three leader. You know what, that. and, And that's exactly, just so you know, that's exactly what Satan wants you to say. That's exactly what Satan wants you to say. Look at someone else. Instead of going, hold on, Jesus, I'm like straddling the fence here. And and Jesus going, if you really want to be totally satisfied and you really want to be transformed, you got to go all in. Amen. And that means leaving some things. And that means leaving some people. And that means leaving some influences. And that's what we have to decide. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men.